Maseches Kilaim, Perak Base, Mishnah Zion, two seven. The Mishnah continues on discussing um, different configurations in one's field where he can plant two different species, let's say wheat and barley, side by side, so that they are visually distinct and no one thinks that they are commingled and constitute Kilaim. So the Mishnah begins by saying, Hayarosh Tur Chitem Nichnes Betoch Shel Saorin. If you have a Rosh Tur, now a Tur is an ambiguous term. We'll learn like the Bartanur here and keep it simple. In a sense, it means you have like, let's say, a triangular field of wheat um, where the apex, the point, the triangle is kind of poking in, so to speak, to a rectangular field of barley. So they're meeting at that point, if you will. So that's a Rosh Tur, the apex, the point of the triangular field of wheat um, enters into, meaning it touches, you know, they're obviously not moving, but the point is if you took, like the map looks like it's that triangle is touching um, into the, the rectangle of Sorum of barley, mutter, that's okay. That's okay because it looks like the end of his field. Now, what's going on here is that the they're visually distinct, and therefore people can see they're not commingled. And more than that, um, the Torah's prohibition of planting kilaim, kilai's rhyme, prohibits planting one's field. Sadcha, your field, kilaim. Now, that is to say, there's no iser in planting two species next to each other per se. It's planting two separate species commingled in your sade, in your field. So, for example, you have two neighbors, Reuven and Shimon, and Reuven plants wheat and Shimon plants barley, um, and the wheat and barley meet exactly the property line. There's no problem. There's no restrictions at all because neither Reuven nor Shimon planted his field uh, with multiple commingled species. So therefore, no, whatever the definitions of the spacing or visual, you know, um, distinctions that are required to separate wheat from barley doesn't apply because each owner has his own field and restriction exists only within your field, not within the land in general. So here, the Hashem shot here is that when someone looks and sees a triangular wheat field intersecting, so to speak, with a rectangular barley field, you'll assume they're two different owners. They don't look like commingled whatsoever. Following on that theme, the Mishnah says, If indeed Reuven and Shimon have two fields, and Reuven planted wheat, Shimon planted barley, and both, let's say, if there was a property line, and they met exactly in the property line, there'd be no problem. So actually, therefore, the Mishnah says, Reuven may plant barley at the very edge of his field, where it meets with Shimon's field, um, of the species that Shimon planted. So all of a sudden now you have Reuven in his field planting wheat and barley side by side without any heck or without any differentiation. And although we said it's not normally okay, here, if you take us, you will see when you look at it that you have one extended barley field touching a wheat field and everyone knows there's Reuven, there's Shimon's field, and therefore everyone knows, and everyone will assume, I should say, that there's no kilim happening in Reuven's field. It's just that Reuven's growing wheat, and Shimon's growing barley. Um, and therefore, there's no reason to be afraid that people perceive that Reuben has grown kilaim. So that's quite an interesting chedesh uh, that the Mish puts forth. The Mish continues on by saying, If you are growing wheat, Reuben, and Shimon's growing wheat beside him, There is a unique Exemption, a kula leniency that applies to pishtan. Pishtan is flax. 
So flax apparently um, is not economically sensible to be grown in small quantities. If you're going to grow flax, you're going to grow a lot of flax. Um, on the other hand, before you plant flax, it seems that it was normal to test the ground to ensure that flax would grow there properly. So the mission here is suggesting, according to this ton anyways, that one could plant a single row of flax on the edge of his wheat field, and there's no reason to be afraid of appearing that he's growing kilaim. The reason being because anyone who looks and sees two wheat fields owned by two neighbors and a row, a single row of flax growing on the border, well, no, it's on the border, and the only reason that anyone would possibly plant a single row of flax is to test out the ground to see if it's economically viable to grow flax over there. And it's just a test run, and it was done separately and doesn't constitute kilaim, and that wasn't planted together. That being the case, there's no problem to plant that extra single row of flax on the edge. So here you see we have two conditions, basically. Number one, it has to be on the edge of the field, and number two, it has to be specifically out of flax, nothing else to be allowed. Rabbi Shimon says there's no difference between this rule when it comes to planting flax and planting any other species. Now, whenever the Mishnah does that, it's ambiguous, and there'll be a machlokas in the Mepharshim, if the Tana is coming to be lenient or strict. That is to say, does Rabbi Shimon mean just the same way you can't plant other species, you can't plant flax? What does he mean to say, um, as a leniency, the same way you can plant flax, you can plant any species you want? Here, the uh, according to the Bartur anyways, Rabbi Shimon is coming to be machmir, strict, and he's saying there's no difference, you cannot plant a single row of any species, not even wheat, from the edge of your field without doing the proper separations. Um, there's no such dispensation. That said, the vast majority of Mepharshim actually understand that Rabbi Shimon is lenient and understands that no matter what species you plant on the edge of your field, it's obviously onlooker since it's just a single row and that's how you plant things. It must be that it's just a test run and it wasn't planted together with the main crop in the field as kiline. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Rabbi Yossi is certainly mekel. He addresses the other condition. So, we said that the Tanakam holds two basic conditions. It has to be specifically flax, and it has to be on the edge of the field. Then Rabbi Shimon said, not necessarily flax. Now Rabbi Yossi says, not necessarily in the edge of your field. Meaning Rabbi Yossi holds, even if you plant that single row smack dab in the middle of your wheat field, everyone will know the only reason you did that is to test the field for viability, and it's we're talking about specifically just flax, which is never economically sensible to grow as a single row, and therefore it's just clearly a test run. And that, Rabbi Yossi says, is okay both on the edge or in the middle of one's field. The halacha is like the Tanakama, that is to say, we do allow him to plant a row of flax, but only if it's flax, only if it's on the edge of his field.